right. If you guys are out there and you can hear me, make some noise. Alright, I don't know if you guys can hear that. Yeah, you can, as judged by this big wave spike on my screen. Uh, you are here live for Matt Mania, special episode live at Zia Records Las Vegas, the Eastern location. We're just here to talk wrestling and hip-hop with some friends. Uh, speaking of friends, I got my co-host with me. Say what up. Yo, 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 what up? T-Paul in the building. Yeah, so we are, I think this is the first time we've done Matt Mania outside of our home studio. Shout out to Digi for always being there for us, but we've moved on to bigger, better things. And now I want to live here at Zia. So, sorry y'all. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're going to SmackDown tonight, but before that, we want to talk wrestling. I completely missed Raw last night. Um, could you tell me without, well, you can spoil it, it's okay. What were some of the best things about Raw last night? Um, probably the the Paul Heyman segment, the the Brock and Braun Strowman stuff. So did they actually put hands on each other this time? Yeah. Right. There was no there was no wrestlers from the back room that came to interrupt it. Yeah, uh, I always wonder about that. No maybe, phony security. Maybe you guys could help me. Why do they have wrestlers from the back come and break up things that happen on, in the ring? Where it completely messes up their storyline. Like, why do they care? Like, well, they send the they send the security out first, and then they let the security get beat up, and then it's like, oh, well, if security can't tame them, let's send these wrestlers, then the wrestlers out. Come out. Now that I've like been backstage, I see that usually the first wave of security usually get thrown around. They're usually like Our indie, indie, yes. indie wrestlers, up and comers, locals that that are willing to take bumps usually. Uh, so that's fun stuff. Uh, did anybody here show ahead and see Raw last night? All right, show a, a thumbs up if it was good, thumbs down if it was bad, thumbs in the middle. We got a thumb in the middle. Um, all right, so No Mercy's coming up. Anybody excited about No Mercy? I am. I think that um, I want to I want to send the mic around and see what you guys think of the main event, which is Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman. Uh, That's Teak, what everybody is excited about. Teak, you want to send the mic around and see if we can get some thoughts on that. First, David. Sure. You're in the spot. Uh, you're first up. I'm curious. I know it's uh, we got a tangle situation popping on. I might have to have people come up. <laughs> form, a, form a single file form line. Form a single file line. And come up and tell me your thoughts. <laughs> All right. You, sir. Gentlemen, I don't know. No, I know you. What Friend you, of the show. What David, is your name? what do you think? Any thoughts? Allow me, sir, to interject. <laughs> me, Paul Heyman, believe the beast incarnate. <laughs> Complete with effects, that was great. Uh-huh. Will remain your undisputed, reigning, defending, uh, I forget the rest, all those other things. champion of the world, <laughs> Lesnar. Nice. I even put the effects on. All right. So we got one. One vote for Brock Lesnar against uh, Braun Strowman. Does anybody else have an opinion? You, yeah, sir. Yeah, come on. Don't be scared. Come on down. Tell us your name. Where are you from? Uh, my name is Derek. I'm originally from Riverside, California. Nice. Any any dog in this fight? Who do you, who do you think is taking it? Uh, I mean, I think that it's a new time for a new champion, and I think Braun's going to just 
eat his way through Brock. I mean, that's, that didn't sound as good as I thought it did. <laughs> that was smooth. That was good. I, I, I like I it. I can picture Braun eating his way through Brock. I'll allow it. <laughs> I just don't know which one to start on. <laughs> wow. Um, wow, that's, that's, uh, that's a great visual. But um, <laughs> I agree. I honestly do think it's time for a new champ. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, of course, but I, I would not be mad if... Um, Actually, something came up, and I should probably tell after everybody gives their predictions. Okay, well, so I will hold on to my piece of uh, news. Mr. Swifty Strong Style. <laughs> Say your name. Where are you from? John Vegas via Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, so I believe, uh, like the first person up here, I believe that Braun Strowman is going to win. I mean, honestly, I'm tired of the, the part-timers champ mm. you know, that is, is Lesnar. I mean, honestly, he's mm. working a full schedule right now, but... What is going to be after this? It's going to be, you know, wait till Survivor Series and then plus Roman Reigns again, like, to push me now. <sighs> yeah. So you're ready for a full-time champ. Yeah. And well, one of, the, one of the things that we talked about about that was that with Brock being a part-time champ, it makes them work harder for the title when he's around because he can just take the title away. So, but look how better SmackDown is with a full champ champ. We have you know, him on uh, TV he's, he's, he's off mic, but he said that SmackDown's better with a full time champ. Okay, now Just I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge that. Gender is full time, as in he shows up every week, but he doesn't wrestle every week. He doesn't have a title match every week. <laughs> so, with him not having a title match until the pay per view anyway, like is there really a difference, or would you just rather Brock be there every week? Because we like the interactions that go with Ron, but every week it'd be great. It'd probably be better for every week because honestly, then we have interactions. I mean, gender interacts. I mean, it still that's true. Makes a viable storyline. But like story you sat in a luxury box, you know, like so it's like yeah. he's there, but like they could have just used. But the not whole this footage. week. We'll see something happen tonight <laughs> at SmackDown or so. Thursday night or whatever you guys watch SmackDown via DVR. Yes. Okay. So I, what I like about that. what about the fact that when Brock is there, so Brock is only there to to interact in the storyline that he's involved in. So it's not like you're getting anything different from him than you would get if he just came a couple times before the pay-per-view. You don't want to see him the whole time he's there just keep interacting with the same person who he's Maybe feuding put him with. In a match, Why not just put him in a match? Why, Ooh, why do, y'all wanna, do we want to see Brock in an unsanctioned just just match? Right, like against Jason Jordan next week? Yeah, like no title. That? I would. When we we had you know Jason Jordan versus Cena, why? Why? Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I would honestly, I'd like to see a fighting right champion, now. a non-title matches. I would like to see that. I would. Even so, if he squashes people. You want to see it as Brock, or you want to see Brock lose it and have another fighting champion? Uh, no, no, with Brock, I would like for him to wrestle a little bit more, like have non-title matches on. I agree. I think he would. He, but I just looked at what's happening on both shows. People compare SmackDown a lot, but I just think that gender is just as active. Like, I just think that the World Championship itself is just as active on both shows. It's just seen more. The title is seen. Seen more. That's correct. Next, you, sir. <laughs> what's your, who do you think is going to win between Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman and no mercy? Go Okay. First, what's your name? Stefan. Hi, Stefan. How are you? How old are you? All right, Brock Lesnar or Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun Strowman. Why? Because he's big. I don't really know. Well, he's big, so that's a good pick. 
And one thing about Braun Strowman, he's never ever finished with you. I'm not finished with you. <laughs> what, do you All right. what do you think, sir? You might be able to warm a word. Mm -hmm. I want to see Braun Strowman win it. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice to see the title be defended once, you know, more than uh, once every three or four pay-per-views. Ah, good point. I think that if Braun's there, you'll get a title match every pay-per-view if he's a champ. So that would be make it a little more interesting. Well, uh, has Brock not been defending the title of the pay-per-view? Was he on defending at the major ones? Yeah. I thought I'd seen him it's been the major ones, that's it. What was the one before that? Uh, Balls of Fury, right? Great Balls, he defended. Yeah, that's what I'm He did. And SummerSlam, he defended. And No Mercy's about to defend it. So I think we're kind of shooting holes in this argument about Brock not being a full-timer. He's been there. I think there was like one pay-per-view this year. I forget what it was now. That probably was the really terrible one. Was it Payback? What? No, I don't know. There was one that was really bad. I think it came after WrestleMania. I don't know, but those are like the, the last three pay-per-views, including No Mercy coming up, that he's defended and he's there the couple weeks before the pay-per-view. So he is the reigning, defending, undisputed champ. Yeah, he's just not. You hear that echo on this one? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just not, I mean, he's not doing the U.S. title, defending it every night. But he's been there on the big shows. Right. Uh, I, I can't, I, I don't know, because what do they got? What's the next one? After this one, it will be... Survivor Series. And I'm sure he's going to be there. Right? right. So that would be like four in a row. What do they want from this guy? More. <laughs> <Four. laughs> they want more. Just, they're used to seeing Braun every night. He's got a red shot. He's got a Sable to go home to. He's not. Uh, he's not worried about this. <laughs> and, and you got to think about it like this: If Braun wins the title, is he going to defend it every night? Is he going to be? You never know. You know, right? You don't know what's going to happen until you're in those shoes. We got another comment. You, I think David has something to add. Just, uh, just in regards to the, the the heavyweight championship being defended. I believe since uh, the I'm sorry the Universal Championship being defended, I believe and I just I feel that it shouldn't be defended as much. People need to earn the shot to become the Universal Championship or the Universal Champion, just because it'll add more prestige to the title, uh, give the wrestler something to work for. So the fact that he's defending it at pay per view means that someone in that month proved the fact that they can go hands with uh, with Brock Lesnar. I, I agree, and I think that, I wish I could remember the name of the pay-per-view, but right before Great Balls, the main event was like a three-way to determine number one contender, and that's when Samoa Joe won. Right, so, and let's also remember that it's still a new title. Yeah. So they're still trying to, they have to build up the, the prestige for this title, which I think Brock is Brock is, is the guy to do that. I think the title needs some prestige. I agree. It needs some time on one person so that it becomes... Because you know it started off shaky on Finn and then Finn got injured. Yeah. And then all the stuff that happened after that. Yeah, so it need, I agree. But uh, but it's been, what, how long has it been now? Since he's had it. He got it at WrestleMania. So it's only been like four or five months. So I would say give him some time. <laughs> I agree. You, sir, have a comment. Here, let us know what you think. Wait, where's, first of all, what's your name? I'm Brian from originally from Fresno, California. Nice. I see the Fresno State. Uh, and the belt, too. And the belt. You're all about the Bulldogs. Did you come to Vegas and to do the opposite thing that Jerry Tarkanian did? He left UNLV, went to Fresno. So you were like, 
I uh, I was born and raised in Fresno. I moved to Phoenix for a little while. Oh, really? And then my job transferred me out here. Where? Well, welcome. Phoenix welcome man, to Vegas. Well, I'm trying to get back to Phoenix anyway, so. Come on back. We will always have a, a place for you. Uh, it's hot though. Yeah, it's really hot. <laughs> uh, I, I like the heat there. But you like the heat? Yeah. All right, so what do you think of Brock Lesnar? Um, you said you haven't watched a whole lot, or no, you haven't been to a, a live event in a while. I've been in like five years. But do you still watch them? Yes. So, any any opinion on main event of uh, No Mercy? I just think Brock needs to go back to UFC and take on that guy that called him out. Ooh, John Bones Jones. Yeah, John. I forgot the guy's name, but yeah. That's not going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen because John is, he just got popped for uh, he might be suspended doping. For again. Again. Yeah, right. Brock also got in trouble. Is so. it a four-year suspension that they said he might be getting? It's the second time, right? Or third time. So now it's, it might be a really tough suspension. So that's not going to happen. Way to go, John. I want to ask you a question. So um, you said that you haven't been to a live event in five years. So why is that exactly? Because Mega Ran has been having bad experiences at the live events. He's saying with the fans. So let me know what your experience was and did anything turn you off from going to the live events? Uh, actually, I just, just re- would rather watch it on TV. You know, I deal with the hassle. Yeah, just, yeah, just, I'm beginning to feel the same way. Um, I'm just doing, going to more like live music shows. It's like less, less people. Yeah, less crap. I you're, not a, you're not a crowd guy. Yeah, I've was for a while, and then as soon as I'm getting older, it's like I'm just I'm done with people. I understand. People are jerks, and uh, that's kind of why. And I, I want to run this. Did everybody answer on the Brock thing? Because the next question I want to. Uh, he didn't. You want to come up and answer? We have an Brock? opinion. <laughs> um, as far as the live events thing go, um, I kind of feel that way with sporting events too. Like if you're not gonna get a good seat. Mm-hmm. That you can really see what's going TV? on, you might as well watch it at home. You can do whatever you want to do at home. Smoke, eat, drink, right. be married. Exactly. You can eat your own food, don't pay Get instant replays, get good views of what's going on. 20 bucks for wings. Uh, commentary, which you don't get there. I go home and watch it again anyway, just so I can hear the commentary. You know, also, also good camera shots. Those, yeah. those, those zoom in, You get zoom the good out. angles. And when you're sitting way up top, you're not getting that. One thing I missed, and this happened at, I think it was WrestleMania that I went to two years ago, three years ago. I missed Brock Lesnar's famous, which he still says now, Suplex City, you know, there's a kid here. But he said it in the ring during a live event. I think it was WrestleMania. He said it when he was throwing around on the reins. And I didn't, nobody caught it that was there. So for that reason, TV's bad. <laughs> Did you want to answer on the Brock? Braun? Uh, oh, you know, I haven't watched in so long. Jack, I, no opinion. But who, you, who do you think is going to win? You know Brock. I, I, I Brock's a beast. Brock is I'll a pick beast. Him. I'll okay. pick him. All right. I think, okay. Either way, it's not a bad pick. It's not. <laughs> okay, so here's my piece of uh, news I just found out. I don't know if this means anything. You know how the dirt sheets are. They'll literally find anything and make a story out of it. So the new posters are out for, what's the next pay-per-view after this one? For Raw? Um, Survivor Series, because I think Hell in a Cell is uh, is SmackDown. Okay, so, you sure? No, it's November, so October is... Hell in a Cell is in October. It's not not Survivor Series, that's November. Um, (laughs) Remember, but anyway, whatever the October pay-per-view is, they're advertising it already, and it has two people missing from the advertisement. Now, 
Normally it wouldn't be a big deal, but these hell two people. Hell in a Cell. Ah, there's two in October though. There's Hell in a Cell TLC. and TLC. Okay, that's TLC it. is Ross. TLC is Ross, and they they're advertising it now without two people. You want to guess who the two people are? They're major people. Braun and Brock. Nope. Brock though. Brock is not advertised, and Roman. Nope. Cena. John Cena is not advertised. So this means maybe. Now I'm just saying the truth. Brock is not going to be there. That means either the belt's not going to be there, or we're just not going to have a title match. And Cena's not going to be there, which means maybe Roman is going to like shelve him for a little while, or he could just bounce back to SmackDown. Who knows? But they would definitely advertise those two because those two are ticket sales. So if they can, they can't advertise those two. Are those tickets already on sale? Yeah. They might be waiting, you know, some matches take a while before they're announced, or um, TLC just might not be Brock's bag, you know? They might focus on, like, some tag stuff, you know? Hopefully, it, like, the old school. I hope it's TLC. not a spoiler to what's going to happen, but it could be, and that, that gives me a maybe hope that maybe Braun is, is taking it, but I don't know. Uh, so next question I want to ask all of you about. Live audiences. We were just talking about that. This um, gentleman said he's tired of live audiences. I'm tired of live audiences. I had a really rough time enjoying uh, SummerSlam and the show after it. You were real mad about the beach ball. The crowd was throwing beach balls. They're booing. They're cheering the beach ball. Wow. Great matches are happening in the ring. Finn Balor, who every smart mark like creams their pants over, is, is in the ring. And everybody's like, happy about a beach ball. I got really upset about that. These dudes are like risking their lives in the ring and people are like, ooh, beach ball, yay! And then we got real excited about Cesaro going out there and tearing the beach ball up. <laughs> and I think, and I'm as excited as I was about that, I feel like that got the reverse effect because the next day they there's like more 10 beach, beach balls. Because I think the audience is so used to wanting to control the flow of what's happening. They're, they're arrogant. And not everybody, but I think some people are arrogant in a way where they feel like they want to have a piece in the show. And why can't we just enjoy it? You know they've banned them now. Oh, I'm sure. But how do you stop somebody from bringing it in? It's deflated. It's not inflated. You know what I mean? It could be in your purse. You know. Something's going to start kicking people out. In the fanny pack. Or maybe they'll kick you out if they see it, you know. But again, you just boom, you just hit it, and then you're you're free. You know, it's like I didn't do that, you know. And they're like, "Don't you hit it, or you're getting, you know, kicked out." All right. So, as a performer, just saying, you know, I look at it like, man, we're watching these people put on death-defying acts. We should be a little more respectful to their art. And it was to a point where, in that match, I don't know if it was on the fly with the whole, you know, Cesaro thing. But the crowd cheered, no, they booed really loud in the, at some point, and like Seth Rollins like looked, like like he thought something was happening. You know, like, why, wait, why are they booing? What just happened? So like, you know, you're thinking like maybe a fan jumped in the ring, like, so at that point, it disrupts the action. He could have turned when he was about to get kicked in the face or something, you know? And I don't know, maybe, am I am I tripping? I just want to run it through everybody. Am I worrying too much or is it like, oh, they paid their money? Like, everybody says this to me. People pay their money, they should do whatever they want. I don't agree with that. Because if that was the case, you would be on yourself yeah, in the movie theater. That's that customer's always right logic, which yeah. is not true. <laughs> so, question I asked the, the, the audience in, in studio, is the customer always right? Like, what do you what do y'all think about that? I would love to have yeah, some comments. Anybody who wants to comment on this? You don't even have to be a current watcher to even 
chime on this one. Uh, Thoughts? I personally think it's stupid, but it also shows the difference between if you look at other wrestling companies, uh, preferably ones that are in Japan, um, mm. you don't get the same you don't get the same kind of fan base, I guess. Um, there's more respect, and I think that it is kind of like a Walmart Nation type thing, where they just <laughs> assume that, uh, you got the reference. You ever go to people at walmart.com? Yeah. Bookmark um, that. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, like, I'm a magician. I hate beach, like, any type of, like, distraction, because it's like, if you, like, if you're doing something on the fly, you're just like, all right, I'm trying this, and then someone does that, and you're like, oh, what was I doing? Whoa. And then if you mess up, the crowd is not thinking, oh, that guy was a jerk. They're thinking, you messed up. Yeah. You're a jerk. You know, they're, they're instantly looking at you. So if, if someone botches a move because some idiots are in the crowd throwing things around, it gets put on the performer. So that's my, my issue with that. Um, yeah, good point, man. I, I appreciate it. But he brought up something that he said with other promotions that made me think, like, what about Ring of Honor with the streamers? They encourage They it. give you that. Yeah, they encourage it. And, and I think that's different. It's the beginning or the end, usually. And people don't just, well, when, I when, went, we, were, when we were there, I saw people, people just throw them. would just throw them at any time. Like, if it was a person they didn't like or they like, they would try to hit them. <laughs> but again, it's a streamer. It's not like, yeah. I, don't know. I mean, but that's getting thrown into the ring. The beach ball is just in the crowd. But they can trust their whole audience to give them that. And maybe two come out before they're supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're more, maybe it's because they know they can do it. So they're more reserved. They're trying to right. hold on to it because they know once they throw it, then they don't have. They don't have it anymore. anymore. So when the big event happens at the end, with like at that particular show, like the Hardys having their last match there, uh-huh. like you don't, you can, you can't participate now. Like you, you already used it. You're spent. You shot your load. You know what I mean? That's the uh, second ejaculation reference I made. So <laughs> I'm gonna stop that. This is now a PG-13 show. Uh, Two count. Any thought? So my thought is yes, uh, the WWE crowd. Um, I don't like the fact that they that they do try to control the show and try to get themselves over. Um, I believe last events that I've even been to, um, it's just been sometimes they just make it unenjoyable because they're calling the moves or they're saying that that could have been better and things like that. So I think the WWE crowd, yes, they need to. Um, Yes, they can pay their money, but they should they should um, they shouldn't ruin it for everyone else, right? They shouldn't ruin it for anyone else. Now, you make a comparison to the like the PWG crowd, the ROH crowd, and like the Wrestle Circus crowd, which are seemingly uh, you know they're indie crowds. You can even uh, loop in what culture? Their fans are a part of the show because you know they are more vested in the actual wrestlers themselves versus like the actual story and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going back to, um, for example, you know, those specialized shows, it's because those are tried and true wrestling fans who care about those promotions versus the WWE being more uh, you know, global, more recognizable. You just have people who just don't like the product. Well, they'll watch it, but they just don't like the product. And they sometimes they just don't make the move to enjoy New Japan or ROH or things like that. And another thing, I guess just to comment on the uh, New Japan audience, they're respectful of the of the wrestlers. That's why they're in silence. 
So when there, but when there is a, a genuine concern, you will hear them pop. And when they pop, they pop real loud. That's true. Um, uh, yeah, I witnessed a uh, New Japan show, and um, one thing I remember, I was with a friend who hadn't seen it before, and he's like, they're so quiet. Like, are they even enjoying it? I'm like, no, that's just out of respect for what these guys are doing, you know, just give them silence and concentration, you know? And uh, when it's time to cheer, they cheer. And they cheer different things. Like, they might cheer, you know, a, a 30 second, you know, spot where there's a lot of uh, drags and, you know what I mean? And fireman's carries and things like that. And they're like, yeah, you know, so. Or some kissing. <laughs> okay. Y'all yeah, see when they do that weird yeah, stuff yeah, in Lucha yeah. in Fan? Okay. <laughs> okay, that's happened. Yeah, you, I've seen it. Uh, Kenny and Toriano, right? Yeah, they've done some stuff. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, okay, they have. <laughs> All right, so any other thoughts on, on crowds? I think. Well, yeah, I wanted to comment on um, something Dave just said when he said, um, talking about the crowds being jaded. So if you're already a jaded WWE fan and then you still go to the event, that means the event is drawing the wrong type of crowd at this point, right? Because you're gonna, it's like that anywhere. If you go to a festival, something's happening at the festival you're not interested in, you're gonna make your own fun. So is that what the cause of just maybe a bad product at this point or too long of the shows? You have people there, they're getting uninterested in matches, bathroom breaks, things like that. They gotta find something, they spent their money, they wanna find something to, to buy their time with. As I've said to a student one time when I was teaching, I was substituting in fifth grade, go the heck home. That's what I would say. Like people who aren't enjoying it shouldn't even right, come. I go. You know what I mean? So if you're there, hopefully you're, you're there to, yeah, save your money. Like, I don't know. I don't look at it like, oh, I paid my money and now I'm bored. So now I'm going to throw some beach balls. But it happens like that when you kind of like a mark for something. Because like, I'll compare it to let's say like the 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 range of like comic book movies and stuff like that or like the Netflix shows when mm -hmm. I said like so to watch Defenders you had to keep up with all of the solo stuff yeah. by the time it got to Iron Fist I didn't want to watch Iron Fist I heard all the news about Iron Fist Iron not Fist being good I'm like now it feels like a chore like I have to watch this in order to keep up in order to talk about what's going on True. because this is what I'm into so if you're a fan you want to go to an event hoping it's going to be good, but you can't tell if the matches are going to be trash before you're there. But if you like some of these things, like, come on, you wait till, like, you didn't even give them a moment. It was just the fact that... No, the matches that it was happening on was wrong. I'm not saying that yeah. those were, the, were matches that they you should They cheated all day now. about... I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm I understand. Saying, I thought you were going to say, like, because you mentioned festivals, and this yeah. is the time... Okay, so you go to a festival, there's, like, 20 bands playing. You probably, like, three, maybe at the most... So when the other 17 are playing, if you decide to go play cards on the, on the lawn, right. uh, you know, it's that's okay. not, it's okay. However, when you start disrupting what's happening on the stage, then it's not okay. I understand totally, especially you go to a festival, you're not into all the bands. That's probably how beach balls even happen at those things. Yeah. But nah, man, I, I think that's the time where you go sit somewhere, <laughs> you know, you go get something to eat, you go, you know, you do something else. That's all. You go, you go tweet about how much you don't like this band. What's that? You go to an event, you can't do that. At a live WWE event, you can't do that. That's true. You can't be like, well, I'm, well you can go get up and go to the concession stand. Uh, I get bored with that too. 
<laughs> Bring your DS or your Switch. It's, it's not exactly like and a festival. Is. You can't go and find the guy with the good drugs and, <laughs> and just zone and out for right an hour <laughs> and say, you know what, let me let me hit this while, while this match is going on. If you on. look hard then, enough, you might. And then you might even, if they had that, hey, you might even get interested in that match, right? Yeah. Like, hey, this is funnier than I thought. Man, this is so great. Hey, who was wrestling? I don't know. <laughs> I right. don't know. A unicorn was wrestling a toaster. <laughs> it was great. Seven stars. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> anything else on crowds and shows? I think... Okay. We got something? Got All right. Yeah, come on to the got. mic. We Step up. Garbage Pills kids. We got them down. Yeah, from the 80s. The nasty name. My name is Jack. <laughs> so uh, what about like big signs? Signs that are so big the people behind you perhaps can't see oh, what's going on in front of you. And you might have paid, you know, a lot of money for the, for the floor tickets or whatever tickets. And now people have these big signs in front of you. Uh, what do you do? Do you what's the etiquette? Is it is it is it a five second hold up? Is it a you know oh, a tap on the shoulder? What is uh, what's the etiquette on on that? Well, I thought they were limiting the size. Of size I think now. they've lately started limiting sign size for that reason. I would you know if they're holding up the whole show, it's like hey you make you just tap them. And you're like hey come on now. But if the sign says something clever like the guy behind me can't see. Then that's, that's allowable. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I remember what culture has said something about a guy was holding up a sign that said um, applause or something like that, mm-hmm. and they didn't like that because it was almost like this person, like the crowd, trying to take control. Like, oh, if I hold up this applause sign, then y'all will applaud because y'all are feeding into what I'm doing. Yeah, they don't like. Or they're feeding into what the show is doing. Stuff. I understand. So I can make you applaud to to a bad match. And I can hold this sign down during a good match, and you're not going to applaud because I'm not holding it up. So was this guy that influential? That I mean, he was part, he was in like the front. Okay. So like you could see him. He's on, facing the camera, so people. Don't but you can see it on camera though, so that's like uh, taking the attention even away from people watching. Okay. If you're. Okay. Good question, James. Do, do you try to read signs when you're watching on TV to see what they say in the crowd? Sometimes I'm just hoping one day there'll be a Mega Rand sign, but there has not been. But um, but I. I yeah, that you've seen. Yes. I got but, you. You got me? Okay, nice. I gotta go to the real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay. I saw us on there, though. We're gonna win the night. At least, at least. <laughs> I what I like, what I, I like, honestly, I, I'm a podcast fan, so I love it when people hold up signs for other people's podcasts. Like, I really enjoy that. You know, like, if I see, like, something to wrestle with or, like, a picture, I saw a, a picture of Conrad's face, like, just a huge face. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's dope. Like, stuff like that is cool. Or, um, I saw one on a ramp that said, um, Simon, please give this up from ups and downs on what culture. <laughs> that was cool. I see like King Ross and stuff like that, you know. Uh, a lot of Jack the Jar, a lot of, a lot of um, what culture stuff I see on there. That's cool. That's got to make them feel good. Hey, let me ask you guys a question about this. This is something I heard. I don't know if it's something that's actually going on. I heard that they're making people turn their Bullet Club shirts inside out when they come to WWE events. Somebody said that. I didn't know if it was true. You heard that also? I heard that, but I don't, like, no one there that I saw. But I remember, um, yeah, I'm curious. I should just go there to see what happens. Right, like, is it really, I mean, I know that's the thing. So is it really that many Bullet Club shirts? I remember what Eric said. He was at uh, NXT TakeOver this past year. He was like, man, there was so many Bullet Club shirts. Like, And then the next day, there weren't as many. And he's like, see, I think they're making people turn them around. He's like, mm. What's that? 
Yeah, yeah. Our topic has a bullet club section Bucks. now. Young Bucks. I, I almost Cody. bought a Young Bucks shirt before I came out here. I like the Cody American Nightmare shirt. That was the one I wanted. They didn't have that one in 3X, but they had the Young Bucks with the like blue and yellow headband. And I, I didn't think that one as much. Yeah, That's why I didn't get it. Not quite as cool as the Cody one. But um, it's interesting. I don't. Um, I don't know if that's true. Isn't it crazy how many how many fans of Bullet Club like come to a WWE event? Like, I doubt that many people yeah. actually watch New Japan. Right. But do Bullet Club just became you, that big. Do you watch ROH? Are you like subscribed to that crazy thing you have to subscribe to to watch these things? It's called the Fight App. Yeah. Or do you just like the the logo on the shirt? I think it's just become so. It's like the DX of this generation, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the new DX, new NWO. And I think it's kind of defiance to be like, man, yeah, I'm coming to your show, just like the beach ball guy thinks, but I'm going to wear the other person's shirt. <laughs> but know? WWE did send the Young Bucks a cease and desist that they can no longer say no, such. that was a work. They didn't do that. You sure about that? I think it was a work. I don't know, man. They work? seem like that type of people. They're trying to get... They're trying to get... Is that it's not reliable? No, it's an F the revival. Oh, F <laughs> I think... I think they were trying to get people excited about it to make them think that they've done that. So then if they actually do it, it's like, whoa, you went against WWE, you know what I mean? So oh, you think it's a work from the Young Bucks It's side. a work from the Young Bucks side, yeah. I don't think so. And I, it's funny, because was WWE weird, can't even been, say suck it. Like, those, they, those guys can't even say it anymore. Well, but they've been, they've been copying, like, from the beginning when the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega was redoing New Day shirts. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. So they've been piggybacking they've off of a lot of stuff. I don't know what I honestly I've, I've heard opinions from like Kevin Nash and guys about it they were like yo what do you think about them taking too sweet taking all the things you guys were doing right they're and doing the, they're doing the crotch doing chops, the chops. They're doing the, the and super he was surprised he, his, his response was surprised me he said man if you can get it over do it and you know he wasn't mad he's was just like they don't boo you when you do it so okay I honestly thought Told them like they would be knowing like, that they're copying it from somebody yeah, else yeah, saying, like, like oh, no you're not original it. Yeah, I thought people would, would boo them and be like, oh, you stole, you just stole the whole generation's gimmick, you know, but. But the Young Bucks is for a whole nother generation. That's not yeah. even, that's not even our, the NWO DX generation You're that's right. watching them. But they, so they're yeah. getting it over for a whole new crowd. Yeah, that's true. That's Which true. I would think like Scott Hall or Kevin Nash would appreciate that, knowing that they're, something that they did that is they living on. Set a trend, yeah. They they seem to be good with it, which is cool. They like they like it, and um and they were like, man, anything you do, if you can get it over, and people, you know, it works, then do it. You what know? did you guys think of Shawn Michaels coming up as um out as the new KFC mascot? <laughs> when Shawn Michaels came out as the Colonel. Oh my God, HBKFC. Um, it was supposed to be Ric Flair, but then when he got hospitalized and couldn't do it, Shawn Michaels stepped in for him. You said you got to see it ahead of time. You got to see Shawn Michaels do the intro, right? I got so hyped. I was like, I heard Shawn Michaels' music because I was, uh, you know, backstage, not backstage, but just in the building a little earlier than I was supposed to be. So, and they were doing dress rehearsals. And as we were leaving before the doors opened, they played Shawn Michaels' music. I was like, oh, snap. And they played it like three times and they had him come out, but he wasn't in the Colonel get up. And I was like, yo, I got a spoiler. Let me call the dirt sheets. Yeah. Um, but I called my friends and I thought Shawn Michaels was going to have some sort of a real appearance as part of the show. And when he comes out dressed as the Colonel, they were like, oh, that's it? That's what you got so excited about? Yeah, they had like a big KFC commercial about who's the next Colonel and then Shawn Michaels' music hit and he came out. 
what a waste of a use of him. But he, but he's still in great shape. But so. he's but he swear that he's not gonna wrestle again. So I mean, he's keeping his word. He said like, no matter what they pay him, he doesn't want to no wrestle again. No matter what, not even one more. I mean, if they're gonna pay him to just make an appearance, why wrestle? Why wrestle? They put a, they put a, a, an offer for him to fight AJ. I would love to see him in AJ. And he said no. I think that he just know that he can't move the way that he used to. So I don't think that it would be. I think that's what he said. Like, like a, if I can't give you 100% Shawn Michaels, then I don't want to do it. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a dream match. Like we all would want to see that, but unless it's something that's being like computer generated to show, it's not going to be Shawn Michaels in his prime. Only on the like video game. Yeah, it's like that that Rocky when it like showed certain, Rocky against the. It's good the that certain, It's good that certain people know when to fold them. Um, because we've seen what can happen when people go a little too long. Yeah, Undertaker should have stopped a little sooner. I was really, like, it hurt my heart to watch The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. I was like, put him out of his misery. Yeah, that last match. Put him down. We were there, and it just, he was not moving the same. He, he tried was, to do, uh, they tried to do the reverse of the tombstone, and he's like, oh, and he couldn't get up. hold me, Roman. Uh, and it was, it was tough to watch. <laughs> But, um, so it was like just spear me to death. You got yeah. You got to know when to fold And so you don't want Sean, you know, Sean trying to get out there and can't lift his leg for a super kick or something like that's not cool. No, I feel like that's the only thing that he could do at this point is like oh another like screw job or something like him like interfere and yeah. then super kick somebody, but not a full match. Speaking of, let's run through one one fantasy booking thing. We've been talking about this, but. If okay, right now what's happening on SmackDown is that Shane McMahon has been suspended. So I want to go across the room as our last piece for this one. Um, if they pick a new, what is he, GM or commissioner? commissioner. He's commissioner. Uh, Vince McMahon is supposed to be at the show tonight. Wait, so is Daniel Bryan the general manager now? Daniel Bryan okay. GM. He suspended Shane indefinitely. If Shane has to get like fired, let go, written out, whatever, who would you like to see as the, the new commissioner. SmackDown? Commish. Let's go through the table. All right. Let's go. Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Sure, let's make it interesting. Hey, the WWE. Dead or alive? Tatanka? Then the young bucks say the WWE can bring back the dead. Yeah, we brought back ghosts. We got Adam Cole. Um, Tatanka? Work? No, I just kind of putting it out there. Um, I would really like to see either um, Goldberg back in the mix. Mm. Goldberg. Um, if if Kane wasn't running for mayor, I would um, I would definitely pick Kane. I like corporate Kane. Yeah, so I would actually choose either Goldberg or or Kane uh, for that position. Okay. If Go if Goldberg came back as um, commissioner, would he would he still do his intro when he comes to the ring? <laughs> I God, I hope not. I just want him to. Would it be a fifteen minute long? Ring intro to, to book a match. <laughs> Wait, yeah. it's the commissioner. <laughs> I know, right? He's walking from the parking lot. He's on his way, everyone. <laughs> Steps up to the mic. It's uh, restart that match. <laughs> I missed the whole thing. I was gone. Okay, I'd like to see Goldberg. That's a good pick. What do you say, sir? I'm gonna say Stone Cold or yes. What about what, what about just Corey Graves? He does so much already. Corey Graves is, is the man of many. It talents. would be it would be an amazing matchup between him and Brian Daniel. I mean, Corey you Graves think he would pull in double duty. That would be great. Yeah, he's commentator for both shows. Why not add one more job? 
He deserves it. Stone Cold would be great to yeah, see. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody that, say Stone Cold. That's, okay. a, that's a pick I didn't think of. I actually saw him wrestle uh, on another note, maybe CM Punk, but never, probably ever again. Never. But I got to see him wrestle uh, 2011 against CM Punk. Was that the Pipe Bomb one? Because that no. was 2011. In, no, wait, that no, was wait. here. The, the no, Pipe no, no, Bomb no. was here in 2011. I was there. You were there? Nice. This shirt commemorates you, that. It was that probably 2004. 2004. That I'm not, not wearing right now. 2004, I saw CM Punk and Corey Russell. Yeah? Yeah, in the no. Amazing. So CM Punk, probably never. I think Austin would be great, though. Yeah. Last Shatter. They would go crazy. His hell yes. What about The Rock? The Rock? That's, that's yeah, another one. Busy. That won't happen. I know, but, but if he we was. Said, we said dead or alive or busy or not. So I would love to see The Rock. The Rock says you're going to have a match. <laughs> you know? That would be good. All right. Where's your pick? Uh, I'd agree with Punk because I think that'd be awesome. Um, but if we were going realistically, I'd say Nigel McGuinness. Mm. Wow. Um, I'm kind of partial because he's a friend of mine, but he I think he would be, would be good great. in that role. I would like to see him in that role. Mm. And if we went dead, I'd say Brian Pillman. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay. You're know, like, all right, Brian AJ Brian. Styles, you're wrestling a pencil. <laughs> yeah, this guy's crazy, so he would just... Just make all types of silly things happen. I can just imagine there's gonna be that one person in the front row and he's just like, I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay, two great picks. Nigel McGinnis. Anybody else with any predictions? Predictions, predictions. It's fun to predict. Come sometimes. on down. Come on down. All right, so one that I would really like to see, just because I haven't really seen this guy in a while, would be Al Snow. Ooh, is everybody what? And, we saw Al Snow a couple years ago. Uh, Al Snow is still in amazing shape, Man. still wrestling, and uh, that would be fun he's to see. He's in better shape than he was when he was with WWE. He, he looks like, like he ate his super built. Yeah, he's like huge now. Uh, that would be fun to see. And, he comes yeah. out with head or without head. Like you no know gimmick. Both would be good because you know he's he's just he's good no matter what he does. He just, yeah. he's good. I think he's come good. out with head and head be head be like his secretary. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like Yo, he go out to the ring with head, he didn't talk the matches head. over. Oh, yeah, yeah he talks to the head about the matches. He goes out there with the job squad shirts and everything on. Yo, that's a great idea. And if not him, at least uh, maybe, possibly, if they could do it, Bret Hart. I would love to see Bret, too. I don't know if he could do it, but hey, we're fans. He's, he's better. He got, he, he got past the cancer. That's true, but it's a tough travel schedule, you know, like having to come out every day. Actually, I would like to see them not have the commissioner and GM out every week. How about that? Like yeah. I said in the beginning. The show doesn't like, have to start every day, every time with them. We know who they are. Like, they don't have to be there every show. So, remember they said it was going to be all about the talent, and then they, they took over everything. Party boy. You wanted to, you wanted to give you have, Do you have a... It looked like you were walking up here. I was, and then he took my... Oh, you took okay. It's okay, man. We got... We got... Yeah, hey, said Al Snow? Yeah. Oh. Oh, wow. What about Doink? Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Wait, Which one? one? Brooklyn Brawler was was doing Brooklyn that Brawler, at one point. He's the only one that's. I think he's alive still yeah. and well. Jericho too. And he's in good shape. Or Gangrel. Jericho. Jericho. I was right. thinking Gangrel. Jericho was good. Just sit there uh, silently and just walk away. Gangrel. Mm. Also, you but say. But he never talked. I don't even know if he's been on the mic. That's the whole point. <laughs> also, you saying Doink made me think. What about Wee Man? I mean, um. Who? I said Wee Man, Hornswoggle. Wee Man, you're thinking. Okay, Hornswoggle could work. Wee Man, that was, that's, that's definitely Jackass. <laughs> hey, they're the uh, same. Hornswoggle's in TNA? I think so, I don't know. 
You know, I got a funny Hornswoggle story. But Remember, he was supposed to be Vince's son at one point. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the story. Were you there at? Oh, I didn't tell you that at uh, WrestleCon. No, I was there. You were there. He came I up. It was like, yo, you know, I know Eric who does nerds clothing. Yo, tell him to get at me. I want him to make me a shirt that says like Swoggle Mania or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'll talk to him, but you know. And then I, I texted my friend and I was like, hey man, Hornswoggle told me to hit you up. He Did he like, say all he wants is free shirts? He said, F that <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'll leave it at that. But anyway, um, sorry, sorry to put you out there. But uh, you have another one? Three more. Three more? Yeah. Okay, all right, what's this gonna be? These gotta be good. They gotta be good. Simon Dean. Oh. AKA Mike Bucci, yes. Okay, all right. All right, Ron Clunches. Yes. 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 Because he's gotten that. screwed over by two TV shows that were freaking amazing on NBC. You know what? Let's get my homie Ron. Ron Funches will be a great pick. Funchamania. <laughs> I'm all for that. And a Vegas level, the run, the GM of Cheetahs, aka the Godfather. Godfather. The whole trade. Wow. Only if he came back as the Godfather. Not the good father. <laughs> no. <laughs> or Papa Shango. He just goes through the show with an identity crisis. Right, he can just come out each time like in a different come makeup. <laughs> well, if that's the case, we can get Mick Foley to come back as different personalities. We could, we yeah. Could like, well, Jack. Mick Foley got fired, but Cactus Jack's here. Bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody else, good. did you have any... Any guests? Yeah. Who any would you ideas? like to see as the commissioner? Uh, Come on, it's fun. Down. We can all guess. <laughs> and then I'm gonna give my guess. And then I'm gonna uh, hurricane. Uh, hurricane. Yo, I would love. I love Hurricane. Or Edge. One of the two. Edge would be cool Edge. too. I would actually be down with Edge and Christian together. Yeah. Oh. Playing that part. It could be the co. Uh, yeah, co-commission. Co- co- ah. Oh my God. See, the problem with doing fantasy booking is it's always better than what's really going to happen. <laughs> so that means you're probably going to get like Vicky Guerrero or something. No. <laughs> no. We're going to get, um, what I was going to, Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Yes! <laughs> I wouldn't be the mad. The fashion police are going to be the I wouldn't be mad. The matches. Or we get like. They're only going to book matches based on what you're wearing. <laughs> that outfit sucks, so you have to fight. <laughs> You don't get a match this week because you you made some terrible fashion decisions. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for being here. This is the 45-minute short version of Matt Mania. Oh, you want to give a pick? Who do you think? Uh, Not who you think, but who you want. Like, we're just going with what. Who I want. Go ahead and give yours. I'm going to give it. Living or dead, healthy or not. You know who I want to see? It's kind of sad because he's not in great shape these days, but um, Bobby the Brain Heaton. Oh, yes. That's who I would love to see. That just, it made me sad thinking about when I saw him at uh, WrestleCon and how like, he's, not, he's not doing so great. But prayers up for you, man. Uh, the classic Bobby the Brain, like his book, I don't know if you ever read it, so funny. Like he's just, man, he was just so quick. It was just so many like insults and one-liners. This book is great. I would love to see Bobby the Brain. If, if I could bring somebody dead, it would be Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. I think he, I think that would be a great commission. Mm-hmm. Also, living, I would bring um. All right, what's his name? Who who did Black Machismo? Jerry. Jerry. Jay, Jay, Jay Lethal. Yeah. As Black Machismo. So you would bring Jay Lethal <laughs> as Black Machismo <laughs> to as be commissioner. Commissioner. Yeah. Okay. 
Since I can't get macho, man. What can't about, get macho. What about when he did the Ric Flair thing? That was Yo. amazing. That was it can be it can be Jay Lethal as somebody different every week. As commissioner. I think it's better, yeah, if we get somebody with multiple personalities so that each week is like you don't know what you're gonna see. That'd be fun. And it's like, hey, remember you told me and then you somebody else like, no, no I didn't I didn't, that we didn't have a conversation. What are you talking about? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's been fun with Fancy Booking. Once again, this is the special uh, on location episode of Matt Mania. Thank you all we for are in joining Las us. Vegas has Zia Records. So here we are. Um, we'll be checking out Sin City Smackdown tonight. And uh, this and is. Hopefully, we see all you guys there. Or yeah. Everybody who said that they're going. <laughs> Who's going? Raise your hands. Show of hands. All right. We'll, we're trying yeah. to see you there. Look out for us. Remember, Make sure you got your man Mania, Mania sign. would be yeah. nice, but you know, no pressure. Or uh, Mega Rain sign, or something blue. I'll count it or as my a sign. Or sign. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, you can catch our show on uh, Twitter at Matt Mania Podcast. We're also on Facebook at Matt Mania. Also, all of you showed up here. I got a special prize for you. I have a free copy of Matt Mania on CD. Woo! Uh, that doesn't mean you can't buy stuff, because you can. Uh, but anyway, we got records. You can buy that. Um, all right, so we're going to do some music for y'all, and then um, and then we're going to get get on out of here. But Yeah, because we got to be heading out there, right? Let's get some music ready for y'all. All right, thank you again for coming through. Let me stop the recorder. And uh, thank you for listening, whoever you are at home listening to this. And as always, as keep, always, keep your shoulders off the mat. Yeah. Charlie and them. Listen here. Since you're a man ain't got no heart, maybe you like to see a real man. I bet you stay up late every night dreaming you had a real man, don't you? I tell you what, bring your pretty little stuff over to my apartment tonight, and I'll show you a real man. I pity the fool who ain't wake up with me. Five gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Ten gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Twenty gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Club Elaine, bring the pain, Rocky Three. Italian stallion, he don't want it in the rain. With the king, I pulverize him just like a piece of meat. And after his defeat, I'm going after Apollo Creek. B.A. Baracus, M.K. with katanas. Smoking that ganja, proper just like a rasta. Rocking a mohawk, tip me and I might go off. Rocking all this gold, apparently just to show off. I pity the fool who ain't with, with me. Five gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Ten gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Twenty gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. King of the ring, separated from my team. But chasing my dream made my hotline bling. Full head of steam, not stopping for any means. Now I'm two years straight, all state, two ring. Off the top rope, go RVD. Whole up show what you know about me. Nothing a damn shame, I originated the game. Had all your favorite rappers rocking 85 chains. What's my name? I pity the fool who ain't with, with me. Five gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Ten gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Twenty gold chains on Mr. T. Mr. T. Charlie and them. 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 Charlie and them.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network.